Hey everybody, welcome to the Celebrity Tea Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Bestany. Welcome to episode five. We made it, people, to another week. I can't even lie and say that this week wasn't difficult to come up with an episode. It, it is what it is. This is the first week, I think, because I started the podcast, which has been over a month at this point, where I struggled to find some tea. But guess what? Part of my job here at the Celebrity Tea Podcast is to bring you the scolding hot tea every week, even if I have to dig deep in the cupboards for it. That's just what I'm willing to do. I'm a pioneer, I'm brave, and we're here. I'm going to give you a good show no matter what. With the slowness, we got some time to talk about some stuff. I'm going to talk about something that annoys me, something that I probably shouldn't be doing anymore, and that is driving. If it is one thing that I wish that I never had to do again is drive a car. You know what? I'm not going to say that. I like driving a car at like 2 a.m. on the highway when there's no one driving and I could go literally 85, 90 and just dip it and do it, listen to my music. I don't really open the windows because it hurts my ears and shit, so my hair doesn't really blow, but if the AC, if it's the summer, I'll have the AC blasting and then my hair blows, so it's kind of like the illusion. And it's not even that I hate driving. I hate people who are driving the car. If everybody drove like me, people would get to their destination a lot fucking faster, let me tell you best believe. Before we get into that, I do want to thank everybody for listening to the show. There has been so much interaction on the Facebook page and the Instagram page, so I appreciate it so much. If you are doing that and rating the podcast, that really helps. I know it's annoying that I'm always saying it, but it really takes 15 seconds, so get over yourself and fucking do it. But for those of you who already have and rated the podcast on iTunes, telling your friends, interacting with our social media. You guys are awesome. I want to build the family so we can make the show bigger and better. And I'll make sure the tea is hot on a weekly basis. Don't be shy. Please hit us up on Facebook, our social medias of all kinds, Instagram, Twitter. I gotta work on the Twitter a little bit more. That's lacking, but the Instagram is popping. Don't be shy. Hit us up. I always want people to come on the show and talk about their opinions because, as I said before, it would be boring if it was just me talking about what I think. With all that said, there are some things that we need to get to today, so let's get to it, shall we? Are you ready to hear the tea? Let's get started. Let's get started. Welcome back, party people. It's Nick again, your host, because... Who the fuck else would it be? We have a real treat for you today on the Celebrity Tea Podcast. Two new segments. The first, I'm going to be talking about things that piss me off on the road. And I know that it's going to piss you off too. And if you do these things, still listen, still subscribe, but don't talk to me. So without further ado, I'm happy to present the first ever Road Rage Diaries. Screw you, buddy. (laughs) Welcome to part one of Road Rage Diaries. One, if I'm going straight and you pull in front of me only to go... 10 miles under the speed limit, I will be up your ass. Like, you were in a rush five seconds ago. What happened to that energy? Let's bring it back, Mary. (laughs) Two, if you have nowhere to be, don't be on the road during rush hour time. I'm late to work and I will run you off the fucking road. (laughs) Three, if you're gonna drive like an old fucking lady, do it in right lane. The left lane is for assholes like me who want to go 20 over the speed limit. It's called the fast lane for a reason. I don't care if you want to go slow, but don't include me in that journey. Am I right or am I wrong? Let me know in the Facebook group or on Twitter. Speaking of which, it's time for your weekly reminder. 
The defendant from the Celebrity Podcast is suing Misty Waters for not supporting the show. All rise for the judge. What brings you to my courtroom? <clears throat> yeah, my name is Nick. I'm the host of the Celebrity Tea Podcast, and I'm here to report a crime. <laughs> and I was told that you could sue people for whatever, so here I am. Alright, well, the defendant is not present today because she had a double shift at Denny's, and frankly, I didn't think she had to be here because, well, state claims. Should I call you T, or should I call you celebrity? I mean, you could call me T if you want, whatever. Anyways, I'm here because the defendant, whatever her name is, I don't even know. Basically, I was on the subway, and I saw her listening to my podcast. So, I politely went over, and I was like, yo, you should really subscribe and rate it five stars on iTunes. Because it helps the show a lot. And she was like, you know, I'm too busy right now. I'm like, well... You're sitting on the train doing nothing, so I think you got the time, because guess what? It takes 20 seconds. It's not that hard. And now that I'm here, she should have also hit us up on all the social medias. All of the links are in the description of every podcast. And she could have also been visiting our website, celebrityteapodcast.com, where you could access all of that. See? I provided so many ways. Listen, you can't be here for that. This is a matter for your psychiatrist, Mr. Bestiny. I'm going to go in the back now and eat the turkey sandwich that I left on my desk. Get out of here. Good boy. Case dismissed. No, Jerry, I am not happy with the outcome of the case. Um, I think that everybody who listens to the show should like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram and also... Tell your friends about it. Love that for you. Thank you for supporting. All right, let's jump into it. So, first order of business, Wendy Williams. Girl, what is going on? She is my spirit mother, my queen, and something is just not right with her. I watch her show. Well, not her whole show, but I watch the Hot Topic section. It's like a 20-minute segment on her show where she basically does what I do here. And it's uploaded at YouTube at 9 o'clock every single night. And religiously, I take a shower and then I listen to or watch Wendy, the Hot Topics. And she has not been live on the air since before Christmas, like the week before Christmas. And Wendy, she is so good, like on like those holidays where everybody is off, like all my other podcasts take off and, you know, 4th of July, she is there and she is live. So For her to be out for this long is a little sketchy. I mean, first, I know she was having some complications, like literally the last live episode she did, which was back on December 17th, mad long ago, she had a sling on her arm and she was slurring her words. People thought she was on drugs. And Wendy does have a history of drug problems and apparently some shit is going on with her husband and now um rumors have been swirling for at least a year that the mistress got pregnant and the father is wendy's husband kevin and the mistress you know lives in a house two blocks down from them and they're keeping her quiet with some money and you know wendy's freaking out and they're on the brink of divorce you know that's why she's taking the time off so we don't know and she hasn't really said anything i mean you know her people and the wendy show instagram put out tweets saying you know thank you for the support but wendy is focusing on her health right now she said 
said first it was Graves disease which Wendy does have so I know she does struggle with that so it could be a possibility but whatever it is I love you girl I hope you are okay and I really hope that you come back she is in her 10th season right now so it's it's a shame that this is happening to her and I know say what you want but she's fucking funny she tells it like it is and she's been on the air for 10 years so she's doing something right whether you like it or not all right next up we have mr rob kardashian you heard that right we're talking about rob for a second week in a row are you fucking kidding me i have not seen rob in like two years and all of a sudden he's popping up all over the place but there's some tea going on so everybody knows you know the tobacco with him in black china i'm not even gonna get into that drama that's for a whole that's for a special however um now we got a new girl who is trying to infiltrate rob's fragile precious heart um it's alexis guy she is a former cast member on love and hip-hop hollywood so right off the bat rob that's red flag number one number two she has a kid with Betty Wap, a rapper who had a song like five years ago and he got like three girls pregnant. They were hoping to get it big, but have you heard of Betty Wap's song? So now Alexis is in trouble. Like she thought she had it set, like, yo, I got Fetty. And now Fetty hasn't had a song in three years and she needs the money. She needs to keep up with that rent. She needs to get a new Gucci purse, that love and hip hop lifestyle. She's trying to get that sock money and that Kardashian money just like China did. China is set for the next at least 18 years. You know, whether Rob has money or not, Kris Jenner is not going to let him go in the hole. Kris Jenner is a genius. There was some drama with even him paying child support for his daughter Dream that he has with Black China because Rob's not making any money right now. He doesn't appear on the show. He hasn't for years because of his weight issues and his insecurities. So he's at a fragile time. He has a sock company that is in like Nordstrom's and Macy's and bullshit but like are, are people really buying Rob Kardashian socks I don't know not me a source actually told people which I don't know where the fuck they get these sources from there's always like a source and they you know they don't have to name anybody I feel like they just make that shit up but um if they don't these these celebrities have some shitty friends let me tell you all right so apparently the source was like all the drama he had with China is still very much bothering him he will probably never get over the way China treated him the source tells people spending time with Alexis is his way of getting back at China. He is involved with Alexis, but who knows what will happen? Uh, nobody knows. Not even fucking Rob. Rob has no idea where he even is. All he does all day is probably sit in his house and play video games. And Chris Jenner's okay with that, just as long as he's hidden away and she doesn't have to worry about him getting somebody pregnant and another woman taking them to court. Perez Hilton on his um, celebrity news podcast, he actually made a suggestion, which not one that I would make, but he said that Chris Jenner should pay him like millions of dollars to get a vasectomy because at the end of the day, he's fragile. You know, in these girls, it's probably very easy to. Min- manipulate and take advantage of him at this point you know he used to be it's sad actually you know he used to be so in shape and good looking and you know he was dating models and all of that and now he's very heavy and the woman he had a child with ended up screwing them over as everybody called it so yeah i feel i feel for rob but at the same time like you have to be responsible and if you can't pay child support or you know you're having trouble and having all these legal issues with the one you have i think you need to be careful i think rob needs to keep an eye on that bullshit but luckily chris jenner is probably watching like a hawk he's not gonna let anything happen but alexis i see you girl i'm not really mad at it but you know just sleep with one eye open chris jenner's gonna be on you like wet on rice and it's also like fucked up that like every single time rob has like a girlfriend or somebody who is remotely attractive gets involved with him everybody's like oh they're just using you know they're just trying to get kardashian 
fan fame. And it's just like, oh, poor Rob. However, it's it doesn't seem to be peaches and cream if you're with Rob. I mean, he seems to have a lot of emotional issues. There's a lot of drama with the family. You have, you know, Kim, Courtney, and Chloe coming after you. Chris Jenner on you. And pretty much, I think anybody involved with the family pretty much signs their soul over to her. So I don't know. I'm going to keep an eye on this for you guys. I'm going to keep an eye on it. So you don't have to. You're welcome. So it poses the question, would you deal with all of that tension and the media scrutiny and you know, all the control, the drama to get some of that Kardashian pie? I don't know. Let us know on Twitter or whatever. All right, Chris Brown, are you really, is he, am I really talking about this right now? Anyway. Anybody who knows anybody knows about the Chris Brown, Rihanna situation that happened back in 2009. That is 10 years ago, which is crazy to me. But basically, if you don't, if you've been living under a rock for the last decade, Chris Brown's most publicized trouble was back in 2009 when he was arrested for viciously beating Rihanna. And there was a video, I mean, a picture released, and it shocked people because he didn't just slap her across the face, not like that would be any better, but he literally brutally assaulted her to the point where she looked like she walked away from a bad car accident. And he was able to come back from that. He was able to record several albums after that, still touring to this day, big following, all his songs do pretty well. And I mean, Brianna's over it. She told Oprah that she forgave Chris Brown. Um, and she even said that he made a mistake because he needed help, like really? And the two even collaborated on an album she put out in 2012, years later. So I don't know. What else I don't know is if you're able to come from that, I pretty much think it's a free for all, which is why he still has not changed to this day. You would think that if he got that chance, if somebody got that chance, because there have been dozens of people who have been canceled and careers ruined for a lot less than what he did. And he, you would think that he would take that and kind of really turn his life around. But since 2009, he has been either arrested, accused, sued for over 10 counts of alleged sexual and physical assault. So I mean, do what you want with that information. Don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah, he's talented. And that goes back to the question where it's like, how are people deciding who they're going to choose to separate the act from the talent and the art and i feel like chris brown is certainly one of those people who have kind of slipped through those cracks and definitely gotten past when again there have been tons of people in the past who have had their careers ended or a whole lot less i don't know i just find it interesting so connect with me go on the facebook page and tell me what you think about this whole chris brown thing and what you think about separating the art versus what the person is in real life but honestly chris brown i'm done with the shit and he just needs to calm down make music and that's it just stay out of trouble that's it you have a daughter now grow up Alrighty, i'm gonna take a quick break and when we get back we're gonna talk about the SAG Awards. Does anybody care? Probably not, but it's the 25th anniversary and it's part of pop culture, so we gotta cover it. Let's do it. So it's award season in Hollywood, which really means the Golden Globes, the SAG Awards, the Oscars, and the Grammys. Honestly, Grammys is probably the best. The other one's boring as hell. They are so outdated. They're like four hours of awkward transitions and they're like eating it's just so weird and for shows like the oscars and the golden globes and the sag awards most of the movies that are even up for nomination i've never even heard of and don't even lie you've never heard of them either but honestly i can't even lie being there seems like my personal hell i can't the room is completely packed 
To the point where even the people winning the awards are like weaving through the dinner tables. It looks like it's really fucking hot in there. I would just be miserable the entire time complaining. The winner of the big SAG um, Lifetime Achievement Award was won by Alan Alda. Don't know who he is. Neither do I. Most people don't. But good for him, I guess. Um. Then, really, when people after the Golden Globes and then the SAG Awards, usually... The people who are winning all the awards during those two shows usually win the same outcome in the Oscars. So you're literally watching the same show three fucking times. Black Panther was the big winner of the night, followed by um, A Star is Born, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody. Stunned Chadwick Boseman delivered a powerful speech and he talked about the impact of, of a predominantly black cast. And that movie was really such a hit, so good job. Um, I think that's good because over the last few years, I think these award shows have been criticized for the whitewashing and all of the award nominees are white. So who knows, maybe these award shows are coming around. But I'm going to break down some of the notable moments so you didn't have to watch it. You're welcome. Number one, John Krasinski's little tear session during Emily Blunt's speech. Basically, Emily Blunt won the award and they have a... They've been married since 2010. They have two young daughters. Basically, she won Best supporting actress for her role of the grieving mother in A Quiet Place, the horror movie. And she dedicated most of her speech to her husband, and he was immediately in tears. Aww. Ooh. But honestly, like, I think it's so nice that a man in Hollywood is not afraid to be happy for his wife instead of being jealous, like, um, a lot of the tabloids say happens. So we know, you know, they're solid. Good for you, girl. Most of the celebrities and the hosts and the people who were presenting the awards stayed away from politics, thank God, because I was sick of hearing people bitch and whine on social media about Meryl Streep, you know, talking about Trump and all that bullshit. So they stayed away from it for the most part. There were a few comments. Other than that, not really. Um, another moment that I actually really enjoyed was Jason Bateman's speech. He won the award for the drama, um, the Netflix Ozark, which I watched season one. It was pretty good. I didn't watch season two, so it really probably wasn't that good. But basically, he encouraged aspiring actors not to give up because one role, just like his gig on Arrested Development, can change everything. He basically said, you're just one job away, you're plenty talented, and hang in there. And I think a lot of people need to hear that no matter what you do, whether you're an actor or you're a sandwich artist at Subway, like, just do it, you know? Do your, follow your dreams. Don't let anything stop you. And even for comedy, it's good advice for everybody. Buddy. You go, girl. Lastly, Tracy Morgan's speech was a big hit on the internet. Um, he presented the award for Best Comedy Ensemble, which went to the marvelous Miss Maisel. And before he did, he reminded everybody that he won the same award with the cast of 30 Rock. That is so me, to be honest. Um, and then made an unexpected reference to the car crash, which happened back in 2015, that almost killed him. He said... Trust me when I say, as a former winner, if you win this award tonight and get hit by a Walmart truck and survive with all your arms and legs, you're going to be set for life. You could trust that. And honestly, people, I love that for me. If anyone knows anyone who drives a Walmart truck, hit me up. 
at www.celebrityteapodcast.com. All right, so I'm done with that. SAG Awards are over. All we have left are the Oscars and the Grammys, so we'll get ready for that. Please hit me up on social media. I would love to hear some feedback and what you want to know more of in the future. Also, we have a lot planned, a lot of guests coming on and segments coming up, so a lot of things happening on the Celebrity Tea Podcast. Again, I thank you for listening. Please give us a five-star rating on iTunes. It really helps us show and helps the exposure and so we're able to build our family and that is it for another week i'll see you guys next time goodbye